0: Magnus, Jabs Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and for the past couple of months now, I've been watching with a little bit of a, I, I, I guess a mild bit of curiosity what's been going on with this, I can't even really call it a movement, but this phenomenon called Comicsgate. And for those of you who don't know, well, I guess number one, Google and YouTube are your best friends in this case, but... Long story short, Comicsgate—maybe the best way to describe it—is it's basically a bunch of uh, comic book, <clears throat> a bunch of comic book uh, readers and collectors who basically just wanna—they wanna be able to read and collect comics without feeling like they're receiving talking points from the Democratic National Committee, right? Pretty much is what it comes down to. They're kind of fed up with this sort of. SJW stuff that's been popping up in comic books virtually non-stop and in heavier and heavier numbers over the past I should say maybe I don't know seven, eight, nine, ten years, something like that. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, I think a just a cursory look at the subject matter of Trentis Magnus Punches reality kind of suggests the fact that I don't really read a whole lot of new comics. You know, uh comic book discussion probably occupies a very disproportionate amount of the subject matter for Trennis Magnus Punch's reality and at least something like 99.9 percent of that stuff could in some way or another be categorized as a back issue right now periodically you know every once in a while I might talk about the like some some newer stuff and I'm thinking primarily of Superman Earth-1 or Batman Earth-1, but for the most part, I I tend to really avoid comics that are in any shape, form, or fashion new, like talking about them on this show, and the reason for that is because I probably haven't bought a new comic book. I don't, gee, I, I shuddered to, th- I couldn't even tell you, you know, it's been a long time, you know, And honestly, one of the really the primary reason that I personally dropped out of the new stuff is cover price. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but we were going through these really uh, shitty economic times. And then uh, President Obama raised my taxes and, you know, just there were a lot of just weird life things that were happening at the time. And we all have to live within a certain budget and comics just did not fit inside my budget anymore after a certain point. And I guess technically they could fit inside my budget now. It's just that there's really nothing that's coming out now that I think is worthy of my financial support. That's the way I feel. And that's pretty much the baggage that I'm bringing into this. But, you know, if you're going to spend any amount of time in any podcasting community, really at all, or if you're going to spend any kind of time in the geek community on Facebook, by osmosis, if nothing else, you're going to absorb a fair amount of new comics that are coming out right now. And so with that in mind, allow me to just say, I think I understand where the Comics Gate people are coming from, you know? <clears throat> now, what I've noticed of, you know, inside the industry talent, one of the biggest names that they have going for them is Ethan Van Skyver. Now... Don't mistake me for an expert on Ethan Van Skyver or anything like that, but my my sense of Ethan Van Skyver's uh, politics is that he's basically a libertarian, you know? That's I don't know, maybe that's as far to the right as you can possibly get in the comics industry, I don't know. But that's just sort of my sense of of, of him, where he's coming from and what he believes in, you know? And as to the, the I guess, the, the grassroots, for lack of a better way to put it, of uh, Comicsgate, basically people who sympathize with it in their own right, my sense of them is that they're, they're mostly right of center, whatever that even means anymore, but they're basically right of center, uh, ideologically speaking. And all they really want to do is be able to buy the new issue of Spider-Man or The Punisher or Action Comics or frickin' whatever, buy all of this and not feel as though they're being politicked, too, you know? And I must say that, you know, I think that's that's a completely reasonable request, you know? I, for one, don't really enjoy being politicked myself, you know? And... I guess in terms of, you know, issues like that, it's kind of a matter of personal taste. But, you know, when you want to get down to, like, the nitty-gritty of all of this, guys, the really uncomfortable, ugly, and inconvenient truth of all this is that comics aren't exactly famous for their ability to do subtle and insightful social commentary, right? And I'm talking about the big two when I say this, right? You know, DC and Marvel, they just don't, really do all that well when they try to handle you know these i don't know just uh social issues or political issues or just whatever else handle them with any sense of uh, tact or good taste or anything like that i mean we're kind of beyond the point of you know are they even doing a good job of representing either or both sides of uh, of the argument it's can they do this without being completely fucking offensive And Prosecution's Exhibit A on that is, I Am Curious Black. If you're not sure what that's about, Google it. And just keep in mind, that's a thing that really did happen. That comic really does exist. You can even find it in the Superman in the 70s trade paperback. That was a real thing, guys. You know? And on and on and on. You know, my view is that comics just don't do stuff like that very well now the counter argument to that normally is there's always going to be some jack-off in the room who's going to mention bit me ignis bit me ignis what about x-men fucking what about x-men look stan lee can come up with whatever fucking revisionist bullshit that he wants to now the simple fact of the matter guys is i have I, i really struggled okay i really struggled with understanding how X-Men can be some kind of a an allegory for uh, for this or that issue, like race, for example, right? How the fuck is X-Men in any way an allegory for race? I just don't see it. Or any other marginalized group, de jour, that you want to throw out there? How is the X-Men in any way uh, a An allegory for that. You know, I have never seen it. You know, uh, everything that the X-Men do, everything about them, everything that defines them, literally does not apply to all the different marginalized groups that everybody constantly fucking wants to mention are allegories for these characters. And honestly, whatever Stan Lee's original intentions may or may not have been, that is undeniably the trajectory that the X-Men have taken over the decades. But, But and, and that's undeniable. But what I think is deniable, what I call absolutely fucking bullshit on, is that Stan Lee went into this knowing that he was making some kind of an allegory. I don't fucking buy it. And even if he did, which, by the way, he didn't, but even if he did, it doesn't change the fact that it's still not a fucking allegory because it doesn't apply really at all to these marginalized groups for whom these are supposed to be allegories, okay? I don't fucking buy it. Alright, so, I don't, so, I don't, whatever, my, my point is to say, and it remains, that comics don't do uh, uh, this sort of uh, social commentary or political commentary very well, and oddly enough, X-Men is a good example of what I'm talking about, because number one, I don't think that it is, intentionally, in its foundation, I don't believe that it is an allegory, <clears throat> but if it is, it's a really fucking shitty allegory, and somebody needs to rethink that, so, Either way you look at it, I'm right. Now, normally this is the sort of thing that I would probably shy very far away from talking about uh, in my show. And, you know, the reason for that, I guess, reasons, number one, I got enough threats and nasty uh, emails and stuff whenever I did my show about how I don't like Superman 2. I don't think I, you know, for most of my history as a podcaster, I just don't think that was... An experience I care to relive, you know? The other thing is that, as much as anything, I wanted my shows to be as accessible to everybody as they possibly could be. And those two issues are now vitiated by the fact that I just don't give a shit anymore. So, I'm, you know, this is just what I think. I mean, whatever it is that, you know, these Comicscape people are clamoring for. It's mostly innocuous stuff. It's basically, I just want to read a fun comic book. I don't care about your fucking politics, guys. Can we just stick with fun stories and just leave it at that? Just skip the agenda mongering? That's literally all they're asking for. And, for whatever reason, these people are being absolutely pilloried and crucified, you know, just because a comic... um, or I, I should, not even just one comic, I mean their entire hobby, it's, basic, it's basically being ruined by, by politics and the comic book industry's historic inability to, to do anything related to social commentary or politics or whatever else with anything that might someday be mistaken for uh, tact and sensitivity. Just, I, I don't blame them for not wanting to have anything to do with that. And it's kind of funny to me that <clears throat> comics seem to be the one industry where the customer is never right. You know, it, 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 it's almost like it doesn't really matter what you think of them morally. Their money is as green as anybody else's. And I don't think that the comic book industry, quote unquote, because this isn't really even an industry anymore. But to whatever degree that it is an industry, I don't think the comic book industry is in any position to insult the few people who buy comics anymore. I just don't, all right? Uh, you know, I, I can understand, you know, the 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 resentment that may settle in with that. The fact that they're maybe not allowed to, to just write whatever shit that they want and make a profit from it. I can see where that might be upsetting for them. But the simple fact of the matter, guys, is the customer is always right. Except in comics where if the customer doesn't agree with you, oh, he must be a fucking Nazi or something like that. It's just... It's fucking idiotic and I mentioned Ethan van skyver just a little while ago he's intentionally or not he's sort of become the I guess like the poster boy for uh, comicscape whereas the resistance seriously that's what they call themselves the resistance the left's ability to distinguish reality from fiction remains very much in doubt but anyway the resistance. Uh, I, I guess their poster boy, or at least one of them, is going to be Mark Wade, and that kind of hits home for me because I like Mark Wade. I, I, if you listen to shows I've done about Mark Wade comics, I always have you know positive things to say about him and his work and all that. And he's he's basically he's basically become the hall monitor of the comic book industry uh just this balding little prick who thinks it's within uh, <clears throat> it's within his power um just to just to ruin things for for other creators you know uh the rumor is that he basically got somebody's comic their independent comic with Antarctic press canceled the, uh, th- that guy from diversity in comics, he basically got that guy's comic book canceled with an- at least with Antarctic press, you know, with a phone call. And apparently there's like legal action that's going to be coming out of that. Uh, or at least that's, you know, that, that's the rumor anyway, that, you know, Mark Wade is now officially in hot water for, for doing that, you know, that basically the creator of that comic is in a very actionable position, put it that way. So And it just hit me that all of this is, or at least should be, so completely fucking unnecessary, right? Because, you know, like, just think back on, like, Superman comics, for example, that were coming out in the 70s. Nobody had to tell Carrie Bates or Kurt Swan or Elliot S. Magan or Marty Pasco or Jose Luis Garcia Lopez or just whoever else. No one ever had to tell them. Dude, keep your politics out of these comics. No no one had to ever no no one ever had to say that. And the reason was because at least back in the 70s when America was kind of a cohesive country, it was understood by most people that it's rude to talk to to other people about your politics. And to a lot of to, to a large degree, it was also just as rude to talk to them about your religion or a lot of these other just kind of sensitive and kind of tender issues. People understood back then, you're not supposed to fucking do this, you know? But it's like, that's all gone out the window now. And it's like, if you don't virtue signal on behalf of liberal uh, pet causes or something like that, then automatically you must be some kind of a KKK guy or something like that, you know? And to Mark Wade's credit, I at least haven't seen a quote where he's or a tweet or just whatever else i haven't seen him say that in public but based upon the reaction that he gives to people and god knows the rest of the left that they give to people who god forbid have a different opinion than they do it's just like the way that they react it's like i don't think i don't think they they understand that the people who disagree with them are not actually these right wing nut bars you know These are people who, at least as it goes for Comicsgate, these are people who just want to buy a comic book and that's it. You know, just read an entertaining story and not have an agenda crammed down their throats. I mean, seriously, guys, what are they asking for here that's unreasonable? I mean, there have been times in comics when it's not even very hard to think of times when, you know, fans truly are guilty, or at least a lot of the loudest voices on the Internet are truly guilty of not giving a comic book a fair chance, or not giving a certain writer a fair chance, or a certain artist, or whoever else. I mean, hell, if you go over my podcast with enough of a fine-tooth comb, you can probably find examples of me being the same way, not giving some somebody or something a fair chance, right? There is a difference, though, between not giving a a story or just whatever, a miniseries or, or or just whatever, not giving that a fair shot and not wanting to have politics in my fucking comics, right? If you don't accept the fact that there is a difference between those two things, then I guess you may as well just stop listening right now because we're obviously talking about two very different things. So I don't know. But all in all, it's just like the way that people have talked about, you know, these comicscape people, some of whom... I know for a fact are libertarian or they're kind of like right of center conservatives. They're, they might be moderates. Some of them are even left of center. Some of these people are actually Democrats, believe it or not. But just because these are the politics they believe in doesn't mean that these are the issues that they want to read about in their comics, right? My thesis on this has always been that one of the reasons why you should kind of avoid politics as much as you can is that you don't alienate theoretically half of your audience. Whenever you do that, you actually alienate everybody. You alienate the people that agree with you, or you alienate the people that disagree with you because they disagree with you. And you even alienate the people who do agree with you because they agree with you and you're not telling them anything new. And that's upsetting to them, you know? So you actually piss off both sides, not just one. That's my view. So, this is kind of an example of what I'm talking about, you know, where even even some liberals are not exactly comfortable with some of the some of the issues and topics and themes that are being introduced into their comics and they are certainly not happy about being called Nazis because they don't want to read about politics with which they already agree. Again, guys, the customer is always right except in comics where for some reason, you know, somebody who dares have a different opinion about something than Mark Wade does, that means they need to be chased out of the fucking business, you know? And it's, that's just wrong guys. You know, it's, I don't know. I mean, basically when you behave that way, you're behaving basically like an asshole, you know, you're basically behaving like, like a total jerk. And it's like, how sense, like how fragile is your ego and your sense of reality and I I just your understanding of the world, that the idea that there's somebody out there who doesn't enjoy reading the uh, political bullshit that you write month in and month out, maybe they're not mustache twirling villains. Maybe they're just people who disagree with you in good faith. And it's like how big of a just like how how shaky is your grip on reality that you can't accept that? you know? But it seems like that's where we are with a lot of these comics creators, like Mark Wade, I don't know so much about, but, you know, I kind of wonder sometimes, but a lot of these comics creators, like those m- more famous and provocative, you know, virtue signaling type of tweets that you're likely to see from these anti-comics gate types. You know, it's like, are you really just that weak? You know, does it really bother you that much that there's somebody out there who dares have a different opinion from yours? Is it really that big of a problem? And uh, I don't know. I guess maybe, apparently, you know, maybe it is. So I don't know. It's just this whole thing is, like I say, it's just so completely fucking unnecessary. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. And, and the, reason that, or the, the reason that we know that it doesn't have to be this way is because it hasn't always been this way. I doubt Mark Wade is any further to the left now than he was 20, 25 years ago. But 20, 25 years ago, he was capable of writing comics that that didn't have all this uh, SJW uh, messaging buried inside it. So to me, the logical question to ask is, fucking what changed, you know? Like once upon a time, these creators were capable of creating comics that that didn't attempt to be something other than just fun comic book stories. What changed? Why is that not okay to do anymore? You know? I don't know. So, and <clears throat> as I've said, you know, I don't really follow new comics. And so there is a sense in which I don't really have a, a, a horse in this race. But, you know, just based on the stuff that I see on Facebook, the perception, and that's all this is, it's just a perception, But the perception is that Marvel is a lot worse about this than DC. I'm not saying that, you know, DC is staffed by nothing but angels and moderates and all this stuff. I never make that claim. But for whatever reason, whoever's steering the ship at DC, it seems like they're doing an ever so slightly better job than the people at Marvel, at least when it comes to filtering out bullshit like this, you know? And again... I could be completely wrong about that. So if I am, I guess feel free to let me know. Send me an email. Trennismagnus at gmail.com. T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. Send me an email. Let me know. But that's the way that it looks. But either way, I don't think that somebody should be chastised, number one, because they disagree with you. And number two, they don't fucking want to read about you and your bullshit politics, okay? That's not too much to ask for. But for... Whatever reason you know, these comics gate people are being treated like they're card-carrying members of the alt right or something like that, and I guess I don't get it. You know, I, it, it it doesn't make sense to me, and it just kind of feeds into this this perception. Whether it's true or whether it's not, kind of doesn't matter. This nevertheless remains the perception that every fucking thing in society today has been politicized in some way or another can't even talk about the fucking weather anymore without some dipshit telling you all about the dangers and perils of climate change. You know, it's like, is there just nothing safe to talk about anymore? Is there nothing that won't, uh, that, that isn't going to require some kind of bullshit fucking retarded trigger warning or something like that? Oh my God. And like, the thing is like, I happen to know that a lot of those people who, who demand a trigger warning, they're not doing it, ironically. They they really are serious. You should have included a trigger warning with that because I'm an immature little fucking dipshit. You know, I mean... Oh my God, get over yourself. It's like no one in this country has any ability anymore to control their fucking emotions. It's like, what happened? I have no idea. So, anyway. <sighs> so, I guess just to kind of wrap all of this up, allow me to just say that... I'm not really taking a side on this whole Comicsgate thing really one way or the other, except to say that I guess I do have a little bit of sympathy with anyone whose agenda is to read a comic book without being politic to. I can certainly understand where they're coming from, but, you know, one, it, this admittedly is like a secondary or tertiary reason why I don't read new comics, but one of the reasons why I don't read new comics is... Precisely that you know, I don't want to have to sort through somebody's confused liberal psycho babble just to get a new Superman story I mean That's just where I am as a comics fan guys. So anyway Now it's kind of tempting to say that you know for anybody who disagrees with me Well, fuck you you're wrong you fucking communist, you know, I mean because you know that's pretty much how they treat the people that disagree with them but I guess if you disagree with me and you have a different non-retarded argument that you wanna that you wanna present for this, feel free. Send me an email, trentismagnus at gmail.com. Once again, email address is T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. Trentismagnus at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know what you think. But please spare the vitriol. All right. Usually what I tell people is, if you send me an email, to my gmail address unless you say otherwise I will consider that to be feedback and I do reserve the right to read that on mic but if you send me some angry little nasty gram about what a big meanie head I am guess what asshole I'm not gonna read this on mic so you can be polite I hope and you can send me a calm mature and reasoned response I believe in your ability to do that. So, anyway. And that's pretty much all I had to say about it. So, I think that's it. Talk to you guys the next time I talk to you guys. Bye bye. which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. You can email me and my parole officer at trenismagnus at gmail.com. Do you have a suggestion for a topic? Feel free to email me, and I might consider thinking about the possibility of potentially discussing whatever you have in mind someday. And that's a promise. Do you have a podcast of your own? If so, why not record a promo for me to play on my show? It's quick, easy, and can help you spread the word about your show. I'm always looking for more promos to play. Keep it fairly short, and yours could be next. My promos can be found at this show's homepage for those interested. Just look for the promos section. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at TwoTrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and a number two. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show too. The contents of this podcast are fictitious, hypothetical, and probably completely unnecessary. Any similarity to living persons or real life events is purely coincidental and void where prohibited by law, some assembly required, batteries not included. The white zone is for passenger loading and unloading only. All models are over the age of 18.